welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in gorgeous Seattle. Maybe not skirt weather today, but almost. Maybe by evening. What do you think? It's supposed to warm up, yeah. yeah. And it's uh, the next few days are going to be very toasty indeed. The weekend looks like it's going to be in the mid-80s. So, Oh, that's wonderful. I know the rest of the country is going, God, I wish it was in the <laughs> mid-80s. But we're going, hey, that sounds Woo-hoo! about right. Yeah, we're all summertime. excited about that. Yeah, we're yeah. having a real summertime in Seattle. And we're all enjoying it. Everyone's in good moods. When you live in the Northwest, I mean, we are kind to each other. We do smile at, at each other. We don't necessarily invite people over for dinner, so we're not as hospitable than maybe the South. You know, <laughs> but, but when the sun's out and you're you're at the gas pumps. Everybody's talking to you and telling you about their weekend <laughs> plans. And it's like uh, our hospitality uh, ability has come out um, in in groves when the sun's out here. And the moon's been gorgeous. Did you see the moon last night? Last night was <gasps> amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. It's it just gorgeous. A huge a full moon and then, you know, just the clouds around it had that beautiful stunning. tinge to it. Oh, you know? stunning. Yeah, it was great. My daughter and I went on a walk. You know, we didn't get home till like 1030 at night and it was just, the air was crisp and oh, heaven, absolute heaven. A little dark in some areas that we've <laughs> walked in, but, you know, it's Kirkland, so you're pretty safe. There's like a cop every block. Yeah, so at least you, you had the moonlight anyway. Yeah, so and the moonlight. Yeah. Yes, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Well, today um, I get the pleasure of interviewing because that is one of my favorite things I get to do on the show. I get to interview a favorite guest of ours, Christopher Renstrom. He's an astrologer from Utah. He actually has been to Seattle I'm not sure how many times, but I was able to meet him in the spring when he was in Seattle teaching a class. He'll be coming back in September. So Christopher has been a practicing astrologer since 1985. He created horoscope column for Allure magazine. His Renstrom horoscopes were carried on Verizon, Sprint, and Altel, and he conceived and developed Ask the Astrologer for Lifetime TV.com. That's how I found Christopher, actually, trying to find a movie on Lifetime TV.com one like Sunday afternoon. And there he is. I'm like, oh, and I really liked him. And I've been interviewing him ever since. It's wonderful. RulingPlanets.com is Christopher's version of an online interactive astrology magazine. It is based on his book, Ruling Planets, which was first published by HarperCollins in 2002 and has sold over 50,000 copies to date. Renstrom's currently writes the Daily Horoscope for the San Francisco Chronicle, sfgate.com, and his Ask the Astrologer feature now appears in Catalyst magazine as well on rulingplanets.com. Welcome, Christopher. Thank you. And I'm also the exclusive astrologer to Patty Stenger of The Millionaire Matchmaker. I saw that. Congratulations. Okay, you you are so busy. (laughs) (laughs) So are you the... it keeps things hopping. I, I actually just got back from L.A. where really? filmed the segment for the sixth season. Oh, yeah. so are you yeah. going to be in the film so we can watch you? Well, I uh, that's the plan, but, you know, L.A. being L.A. Oh, right. You never know what's going to be on the cutting floors, what you're trying to say. Hopefully not. So, But I am part of her uh, website, which is pattyknows.com, oh. and uh, you can read my weekly, my weekly horoscopes that I write for her uh, there. Oh, my God. That's amazing. So you, you are her astrologer, I'm assuming, and then for all of the people that she's trying to hook up, right? 
Exactly, exactly, oh and uh, and so it's a it's a new uh, thing that she's going to be exploring with the uh, Millionaire Matchmaker, and and I should be in uh, season six. So what's the? I, I I'm going to be watching season six, by the way. <laughs> so I've seen other seasons, you know, when she first came, and I love her. She's like been she, she I don't know how much work she's done, or you know, like body work or whatever, but she looks gorgeous. I know? know, doesn't she look amazing? She looks gorgeous. So she's had yeah. this physical transformation from season one to season five because I. Peaked out a few seasons on, on five. Her. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa, what is she doing? Because she looks fantastic. So, well, and she's a wonderful person. I mean, I know aww. that she can have sort of a bit of an edge or, or whatever, <laughs> yeah. but uh, the woman has a heart of gold, and she's very empathetic. And uh, to watch her in action, it's like, she's wow. talented, isn't she? Talented. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, she's yeah. quite amazing. She's obviously got a strong intuition, and she knows how to help people get through they're really stuck areas of their life about not pardoning, you know. Oh, she'll she'll call them on it. <laughs> I've watched her do it. It's like, oh, goodness, okay. <laughs> so for those of you who haven't heard of the show, it's called The Million Dollar Matchmaker, or Millionaire Matchmaker, I believe. Millionaire Matchmaker, and uh, that's part of her exclusive club yeah. that she has set up, where she basically matchmakes for millionaires who can't, you know, who aren't always really good at finding their own mates or, or pair-ups, and, and right. she takes into account all sorts of uh, considerations like economic bracket and, you know, steering them away from people who are looking for a golden ticket, you know, into making matches with people that would be appropriate. But at the same time, she kind of has to confront the millionaires with their own. Yeah, hello. Uh, right. And <laughs> I've heard some of them. They're hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Really, has, I mean, it's really quite fascinating. It helps you kind of look at your own self like, do I do that? You know, do I need to work on that? Well, yeah. Yeah. So, so then are you looking at the charts of potential, you know, partners and helping her make decisions about that? Well, what I was uh, doing was actually helping with the millionaires themselves. So uh, sitting down and really kind of like talking them, well, basically working with them and their horoscope and uh, what they were looking for and kind of their attitudes about relationships and uh, love and and things along those lines. I was very fortunate that... um, the fellow that I filmed with, uh, he was just really, really terrific and, and, and a super person to work with. And, uh, yeah, it was a great experience. Now, is this on Bravo? I was trying to remember. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, on Bravo. Yeah. So, you know, your life is kind of turning into a movie set. You know that. You know, I mean, your partner, Adam, um, recently completed a series on, is it A&E? I'm not sure where he was. It's the CW. CW, the that's CW right. CW channel. Yeah, yeah, it's Breaking Point. Um, right. Fabulous. Which is a reality TV series about the um, about Ballet West, which is Utah's flagship uh, ballet company. And so uh, the BBC, it was originally supposed to just be an exclusive uh, BBC production, but oh, it was wow. picked up by the CW in the last uh, spring sweeps. And, and, uh, and, and so they came on in and, and filmed uh, the company, and it is reality TV meets Dance in America. <laughs> no, it's, it's really good. I, I watched it because you actually wrote something on my page. I didn't know that it was happening, of course, and I don't have cable, so I had to wait till Hulu downloaded it, you know. Sure. Um, but I absolutely loved it, and Adam, your partner, is the creative director for the... Yes, he's the artistic director for Ballet West, ah. so, uh, you know, he's the, he's the big honcho. He's the, <laughs> the big boss. And um, it was a it was really a wonderful experience. And the most important thing is that it really raised the profile of dance. 
dance in America, and it sort of showed dance to people who don't necessarily go and see it. And mm-hmm. and and a lot of the kids who take dance were so happy about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had people that they could talk to, talk about. Um, it was setting this image, which was very, very positive about dance. A lot of the uh, girls who wrote in uh, would say, you know, finally my friends at school understand why I can't always run around oh, and wow. socialize. They understand what the life is like. Wow. And, and so it really, really worked to raise the profile for ballet here in the United States of America, which has so many talented companies. Uh, yeah, I, I think it was amazing, too, because ballerinas are athletes. You know, they are yeah. incredibly strong, healthy, uh, endurance pros. They're, they're yeah. amazing at that. And I don't think most people really understand how difficult, you know, dance is. I mean, it's a sport. I mean, really, it really, I mean, it's an art, obviously, but it's a sport. I mean, you are an athlete. Absolutely. And of mm-hmm. course, we never heard the end of when um, uh, Christiana, who's the principal, and Allison, who's a demi-soloist, go and get um, pedicures. <laughs> because their feet are so gross. <laughs> So gross. so gross. Seriously, I have a friend who's a marathon runner, and and the first time we went to a place to have a pedicure, because I don't look at her feet, you know, it's not like I'm looking at her toes all the time, and she goes, she took off her shoes, and of course I'm still not looking at them, and she goes, okay, watch, someone's going to come over here, they're going to throw a towel over my feet. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened, because she doesn't have toenails in some places, and it's all bloody and bruised, and... And what I loved is when the, the ballerinas look down at their toes and they go, pretty. And I'm like, that is not pretty. I don't care how much nail polish you put on those toes, not pretty. <laughs> uh-huh. and, and, of course, they have to be very careful about the pedicure itself that it doesn't, you know, scratch away too much skin or, oh, you know. Oh, yeah. Right. Poor babies. Terrible. Poor babies. Well, and you were, um, I saw a little bit of you in one of the episodes. There was a cameo of you um, for one of the um, performances and so that was fun to see you. And it looks like oh, yeah. we might see oh, yeah, you again yeah. in season six of Millionaire Matchmaker. Wow. See, you guys are like television pros now. You're pros. Well, you are. I think we're waking up to living in a world that's a multimedia platform. True, true. But I think it's great. And congratulations to both oh, of you. Thank you. It's thank you very really much wonderful. Really. Wonderful. So, you know, Eric and I, well, Eric brought it up actually about the moon being full. And so I guess yes. what we're having or we're going to have next month something about blue moons. And, and I was wondering, exactly. does it affect astrology? Um, it does and it doesn't. Uh, the, the big thing that astrologers have been following this year are the supermoons. Oh. Um, and, and we've had a few of those. And that's because uh, a supermoon is basically when the moon is closest to the Earth in its orbit. And so that's been very, very powerful. And uh, that's something that we've been, that we've been tracking. Uh, the moon uh, rules over our bodies and our emotion and our unconscious and our private lives. Mm-hmm. But the moon also has a very powerful rulership uh, in traditional astrology with the masses, with the populace. And so um, the fact that we've seen uh, so much change in population, popular opinion, the effect of political movements, even you know the current uh, overthrow slash coup, whatever in progress and in Syria. Right. These are all things that are related to the moon because wow. the moon ruled over the common folk. Wow. And so, uh, with the moon being so close to the Earth right now, you really see this this uh, you know uh, mass movement that's going on, and and the power of it, the power. Of 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 people. And so that's something we're we're tracking. 
Wow, that's that's amazing. And we're going to have another one in August. Uh, well, of right. course, that's, I don't know about the power moon. When is the next power moon or super moon? Uh, they're getting less so. Aww. I think they peaked at the beginning. I know. Dang. They peaked at the beginning of the summer. Oh. Um, and, and so they're going to get less so. But the blue moon essentially refers to two full moons in one month. Right. And I think its original reference was to the liturgical calendar because there was some sort of question as to Easter and whether this would throw off the solar to the lunar calendar <laughs> and, and things like that. All these silly things. So fascinating. Right. So right. fascinating. Exactly. Exactly. So I was going to ask you another question and then I'll save another one that I have, you know, after one of our breaks. But do you think the presidential election will be close? Uh, it's starting to look that way. Uh-huh. Um but I kind of still go with the calculations that I did before, and I don't, I don't think so. I don't think it's going to be that close, Yay. actually. So you think and, all uh, the young people are going to wake up and go, "Oh yeah, I got to vote today." <laughs> well, I, I, I think it's, I think it's more than the young people. Oh, wow. I think that, um, you know, there, there certainly can be a case made for. Um, for a Romney election. Uh, He is a Pisces. Neptune Mm. is in Pisces. Uh, That is very, very strong. It's very, very powerful. Uh, But Barack Obama has some very strong uh, Scorpio Mm. in that astrological chart of his. And I once heard this astrologer, I think it was back in, oh my goodness, like 1975 or 1978, I'm dating myself, (coughs) say on something like a What's on My Line show or whatever. (laughs) might have been the 80s. She said, you can always tell a president uh, victory uh-huh. by the presence of Saturn because oh. the job is so difficult. It's so hard uh-huh. that whichever chart is the most heavily burdened will be the one that will get elected. <laughs> so it's not so much about the victory that she was talking about right. as she was the weight of responsibility. Right. Because, yeah. I mean, even though, of course, you know, many of us hope that Obama wins, at least I do. And, you know, of course, I've, I've, I sure. haven't been quiet about that. Um, but, yes, it's a huge burden. I mean, it's, it's the, an extraordinary burden. Oh, my yeah. gosh. You never get to really rest. You have to think about the entire planet and you have a family at the same time. I mean, well, and you oh watch how fast they age. I, I know. mean, it's amazing. It's I just, know. He looks pretty <laughs> good. Know, Other like th- my, my goodness. <laughs> and so his chart actually shows the most. Wow. Stress. stress. <laughs> It's oh an my odd gosh! Way of predicting, but actually, that's, no. That's what we use. It makes sense yeah. to me. That totally makes sense. Well, you know, I I love your predictions, and I think you're an incredibly accurate astrologer. I've had several oh, readings with you. you. Yes, and you've helped me many, many times. So um, I'm just so happy you've predicted that Obama is going to be our next president, and I I hope that he um, is able to pull off more things in the next four years of his um, presidency. Well, I think that's the other thing everyone has to remember is FDR had 16 years. Yikes. That's okay, a long time. Barack Obama <laughs> had to do 16 years in four. So, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, in terms of a depression, oh, a major war, you know, right. you So right. I, I think the man deserves a little bit more credit. Than I, he agree. Can I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. It takes a while yeah. to reverse the damage and then be able to fly your own um, conscious, right. you know, yeah. right. for whoever is the president, you know, even for exactly. Republicans, they still have to change all of the things that, you know, the their predecessor, you know, made. And yeah, so it's that's lovely. We're, we're, Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Who, incidentally, I guess, has not been invited to the convention. So oh, it's like, really? Okay. Wow. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, George W. Bush Jr. has not been invited. That's to, weird. Yeah. 
Okay, that's really odd. Yeah, that's that's the tea party is getting a little crazy. I think that's all I can say. Um, So uh, we're going to take a break here, actually, on Marie Manu Cherry Show, and we're going to go ahead and give you phone numbers where you can call in because Christopher is taking your calls. Um, We already have some people locked in, but we have some space available. What numbers are those, Eric? You can call us today at four two five. 373-5527. 373-5527. Again, it's 425-373-5527 or toll free at 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. We'll be right back. You are always supported. You are never alone. From before you were born and throughout your whole life, you are accompanied by your spirit guides. Making contact with your spirit guides is just the first step on an extraordinary path to discovery. To find out how to make contact with the forces that have always been watching over you, join Marie at her Spirit Guide Workshop, Saturday, October 13th at the Lake Union Courtyard. This interactive day-long workshop will help reveal how you can deepen your relationship with your guides and increase their role in your life. Register online at energyintuitive.com. Or call 425-825-5671. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. and visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerit to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425 825 5671. On the AM band at 1150 and on the FM HD band at 98.9 HD3. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to the Marie Magna Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle, and I have the pleasure and the honor of interviewing fun, funny, smart, and very accurate Christopher Renstrom. You are really smart. You know that, don't you? I mean, you say things that I've never even heard of, but you are very smart. And of course, very accurate. And you're going to be back here in Seattle. Unfortunately, I won't be able to be there, but you're teaching. I I know. I'm teaching the same weekend you are, but we're going to go have dinner. Okay, well, that's so, great. Yeah. So then we're talking about the weekend of September 22 to 23. Yes, you're teaching an okay. intermediate astrology class. You were already here last year teaching a beginning class, and now you're coming yeah. back for the intermediate. Well, 
and the intermediate is also open to beginners as well. <gasps> what we're going to be tackling oh. is all the planets, and we're oh going to be gosh. putting them on the horoscope. And <gasps> you're going to learn what each planet does in your horoscope chart and how to read it for yourself. And so there's going to be a lot of uh, art again and literature and getting to know the characters in this play. And you'll be teaching at one of my favorite places, the Marriott on Lake Union. I love that place. Oh, it's wonderful. Wonderful. Oh, it and, was so conducive, and so it is just really, really terrific. Oh, and so people can go to rulingplanets.com and register for the class? Absolutely, and right. I think we even have a pre-registration uh, discount. Oh, my gosh. That's there, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> So bop on over. You go to the primetime uh, little corner on the rulingplanets.com page, and there's a pre-registration uh, discount that I think is good until maybe the beginning part of September. And so hurry on in, and, and it's it's up to September 1st, I think. Wonderful. And pre-register, and, and there we go. Wonderful. Well, I, I'm sorry I won't be able to attend the class, but I'm sure I'll get to see you and Wendy and have dinner well, with you. I'm looking forward to dinner. Please. I know. Seriously, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Y- you can pick the restaurant, but if I don't like it, I'm going to change it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, you pick the restaurant and okay. surprise and delight us. Okay. Yay. I'm so... You pick the restaurant, we'll pick up the tab. How about oh, that? Oh, that is very sweet and kind of you. <laughs> That's very sweet. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines and uh, find out what some of these questions are that people have for you. Let's okay. talk to Camilla in New Jersey now. Hello. Hi, Camilla. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Please give your love to my mom, if you will. <laughs> okay. okay, so Christopher, um, do you have a question for Christopher? Um, I really just wanted more of like a general reading. Mm-hmm. Sure. That was okay. Well, uh, so what would you, okay, so you just sort of want a general, like, what's up in my stars type of reading. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's December 18 is your birthday, right? Yes. Okay. So that means you're born under the astrological sign of Sagittarius. People who are born under Sagittarius and people who are born under the zodiac sign of Gemini, which is six months away from that sign, are going through some radical life change directions these days. Uh, And the reason for it is because we've been having eclipses in those two signs for the past year. Mm. Uh, What an eclipse will do is say, uh, hey, you're going along the road, and this is where you think you're going, but you know what? You really need to be over here right now, okay? So when an eclipse takes place, and these would have been uh, coming into your life around June or December, okay, Mm -hmm. when an eclipse takes place, there's all of a sudden this radical shift in life direction in which uh, you basically have to make a very dramatic turn to the right or to the left and follow this new path, which is opening up there in front of you. And so this is something that uh, will have been or should be a theme that's in your life. What you're also coming out of would be maybe a challenging first six months of this year um, in which it was very difficult for you to maybe make progress or you're getting very frustrated with where you were in your life, something along those lines. The things that used to work were no longer working. And now, because of the subtle shift in planets that took place in the last three weeks, all of a sudden there's this sense of of open possibility, of an open road in front of you, and that uh, you're free to go uh, where you want to go. Of course, 
one needs to be able to sort of target where you want to go, and, and that will be the story of your next three months. But certainly this return of energy and vitality and self-confidence is going to be very, very strong. Um, it might be a little bumpy at times. Uh, mm-hmm. You can ask Katie Holmes about that. That's someone else who was born <laughs> under Sagittarius. I think she's even born on your birthday. Oh, or, or oh wow. my gosh. <laughs> so there's been this feeling of suddenly like veering off and going off in a direction and leaving your friends and loved ones like, wow. you know, uh, scratching their heads going, Camilla, what's up with you? Well, you're in good company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is what it's been doing. But the thing is, by the time we get to your birthday this year, everything should start to make a lot more sense and you'll feel more like, okay, now I know why I did why I went ahead and did. Wow. Okay, that's that's good. Don't you think that's really great? I mean, that's I mean, that shows that things are really going to make a positive turn for you. They already start started doing that. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, wow. I was always wondering just why things just seem kind of like stagnant and like you said for the first 6 months it was like a lot of decisions I had to make and had to lot of, like just get on the right path and then now it's like okay, what am I doing? Wow. All of a sudden, the horse is bolting out of the gate, and and, and you're on it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So so good news for Sagittarius. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a very, very exciting time. And again, that first six months, there's a whole long thing, but it was the Mars retrograde in Virgo, and just you're on the other side of that. You're back up on the horse and moving forward again, and and it's it's a terrific time. Wow. Congratulations. Wonderful. Thank you. And give your mom a hug and kiss for me. I definitely will. <laughs> okay. Have a lovely day in New Jersey. All righty, you too. Bye-bye. So Bye. who else do we have now, Eric? Let's talk to Sandy in Seattle. Great. Hello, hello. Hello. Christopher, hello. go right ahead. Yeah. I just had to call in and, like, sense the energy of both of you and say, <laughs> hello, I miss you. And I'm so glad I you're coming back. For I'll be there. Oh. Aww. How you doing, Sandy? It's so I'm great so good. <laughs> I I saw that you were going to be on. I got a little email. I'm like, oh my god, I'm changing my lunch plans. <laughs> my lunch with uh, Christopher and Maurice. Aww. So, do you have a question though for Christopher? Well, I told um, Alyssa that yeah. I wanted to hear about love and work, or work and love, or that love shouldn't be work, or something there. <laughs> <laughs> love shouldn't be work, Sandy. Yeah. <laughs> No, actually, uh, this is another exciting time that's going on. Uh, you were born uh, under Mars, and uh, you're you're in Aries, and this is also uh, another wild and crazy time for the fire signs. All the fire signs are kind of getting okay. Hit with I'm it, listening. So. I'm listening. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because this would be for Aries, and it would be for Leo and Sagittarius. I mean, we just got. Uh, Don talks about Sagittarius and, and likening uh, Camilla to Katie Holmes, that sudden crazy direction that, that she's going off in. And there is a very similar uh, shaking free and waking up quality that's going on with Aries. Uh, you can certainly go and ask Kristen Stewart, who's another oh, Aries. Oh, no. <laughs> <Which was you. laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Surprise shake <laughs> I don't know if I would have let Robert, though. You know, he's pretty freaking cute. You know, no matter how great that producer was. I don't know. I think I would have stayed with Robert. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. And I think that she's she's going to probably find her way back to him. But, okay. Um, okay. you know, certainly what's going on with Aries right now is that we are in the last chapter of Saturn and Libra. 
And so where Saturn has kind of thrown a cosmic lean on the romantic house for Aries as well as uh, for, for Libra. How, for how long? <laughs> <laughs> how many years are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. Seems like it's been life. a really long spell. Yeah, a couple two, lifetimes, yeah. It's been two years. But, okay, um, okay. Because that's yeah. how long Saturn takes <laughs> to go through Libra. But now that it's uh, forming its first trying to Venus, which is also newly out of retrograde, uh, basically, long story short, the matchmaking season is up and going from uh, now until October 5th. And is that so enough time, is... though? I'm not sure. Do, don't we need some extra time here? <laughs> yeah. How does it go from two years of discipline <laughs> and the cranky old grandpa to, like, six weeks of woo-hoo? I know. It's kind of like the Cosmos version of Last Call. It's like, okay, match up now or... No, what, what it means is that that energy is free and open and that you are going to be meeting people. And, again, just because you meet someone doesn't mean that you're getting married on the first date. I mean, it's come <laughs> yeah, a long way since right. arranged marriages. And, uh, you know, but what will be nice is that you will be getting to know the person in a very different way than you would have been dating or getting to know someone two years ago. Uh, there's been a lot of self-reflection and uh, a lot of clearing out of what you're looking for and what you want. And with the energy becoming available again, uh, sometimes we don't value things until they've left our life for a while and then they come back. And it's not like I value it because it's back, but it's kind of like, oh, this has come back in my life, and I'm a different person, or I'm looking at things differently here, or these are the things that really matter or resonate for me. And I think that that's a lot of what this uh, Saturn energy is going to be about, and a lot of what it's going to be introducing into your life. As an Aries, you're very independent, and so the idea of really matchmaking with someone else, that takes a very real effort you know, on, on the part of an Aries woman in particular, uh, because Aries women pride their independence and their self-sufficiency and uh, don't always know what to do with an equal partner. <laughs> yeah, we have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, we have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> Not at all. No, no. Yeah. We, we just have question marks and we're looking blankly. <laughs> right, right. So you're saying that Sandy, you know, uh, uh, you know, congratulations, Sandy. That's wonderful news for you. But maybe we should go out for happy hour, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I think a new environment uh, would probably be a really good thing. So, yeah, I'll send you an email right after. Okay, okay. So, but anything in particular for Sandy about, like, a particular date, you know, like, I mean, you know, on the calendar that she should be really looking at or? Oh, absolutely. And it would be the two weeks following October 5th. Wow. Um, Sandy has, uh, her ruling planet is Mars, which is in uh, Pisces, and it is uh, early Pisces. I believe it's about uh, nine degrees Pisces, and during that period of time with Saturn moving into Scorpio and with Neptune in the early degrees of Pisces, the two weeks following October 5th to the end of the year should be actually prime time. Wow. Wow. Okay, Sandy, I'm going to be watching those emails, finding out who you're dating. That's it. I I look forward to that. And, you know, I'm just going to, like, move into this um, open. And, Marie, (laughs) you and I can talk about it in in the process. How's your world? Busy. 
very busy like yours. <laughs> very right. busy like Christopher, yours. Christopher, Mary, thank you. Sure. We love you. Uh, thank you. Love you too. Yeah, we love you. So we're going to take another break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. I'm having the pleasure and the honor and the fun of talking with Christopher Renstrom. He's a, an astrologer, well-established astrologer who lives in Utah, who has graced the presence of Seattle, I'm sure, more times than I know, um, but will be returning here September 22nd and 23rd to teach an intermediate astrology class. I went to the beginning one. Fabulous. He says it's also oh, open. You. Oh, it was open to beginners. So that's also incredibly nice. We will be taking your calls and we're coming right back. Become a Reiki master the weekend of October 5th through October 7th at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. This two and a half day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You will learn to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants. Marie will be your instructor, guiding you with her own symbolic sight and providing constructive feedback. Take this opportunity to fulfill your dreams of becoming your very own certified Reiki master. You will receive attunements that allow you to practice Reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in Washington State. Enrollment is limited. Please call 425-825-5671 or visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, for more details. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a nice, normal couple doing paranormal talk radio. If you're interested in ghosts, UFOs, Bigfoot, astrology, angels, or the afterlife. In other words, if you're like us, wired for weird. Tune in to the experts who join the A-Team of Alternative Talk every week. That's Manson Mitchell, Friday mornings at 10 and Saturdays at 11 on Alternative Talk 1150 KKNW. No, you're not alone, and it's not just you. The things you're experiencing are actually being felt around the world, and there is something you can do about it. Tune in for It's Not Just You with Lorelai Spiegelman, Susan Wayman, and Siobhan Mitchell, three professional women of wisdom who compare current events and how they offer you insight into your own personal world. Monday morning at 9 a.m. Negativity and fear, two staples of talk radio. Well, we figured we'd try something different. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Remenu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle and live to you wherever you are around the world. You can always go to energyintuitive.com, go to the radio page, click on live, and listen to the show through your internet. In fact, they can also go to where, Eric? They can go on 1150kknw.com and stream the show live, and they can even watch the show live. I, I hope I'm not oh letting gosh. your cat out of the bag here, but we started I know. using the webcam today. <laughs> and uh, uh-huh. so if people want to see you <laughs> in live in action, oh they can click on watch live. Oh my and, gosh, uh, yeah, I really hear am the blushing. show and watch the show. Yeah, it's, it's true. And all the years that I've been doing radio, the only time the webcam has come on is because the the sound engineer has forgot to cover it because <laughs> I have not wanted the webcam that would be my on. Fault. The, yeah, yes. no, yeah, yeah, all your fault. No. And so, because I really like to have the option of coming to the studio with no makeup on, my hair disaster, a baseball hat, and my <laughs> and my yoga clothes. Um, and so, 
<laughs> something. I don't know. I woke up one day and I'm like, oh, I think I need to do that webcam thing. And so I, of course. It's good motivation, right, for getting up and, and looking right. your best. Although I got to say, you know, even in the yoga pants and the baseball hat, you still look pretty good. I think the Thank listeners you, should Eric. know You're that, so sweet. So anyway, you know, of course, the studio goes, sure, no problem. And then I find out that when I made this decision, they decided to put up like, how many cameras do you have now in the studio? We've got a four camera oh, set up. My God, they used to have one. And now there's four. Four cameras. So I guess there's like multiple angles of me. Yeah, we want to be able to cover everybody. Oh, my gosh. So anyway, now you can actually see me live. And I may at some point not wear makeup. And my baseball hat, and um, I hope that that will be okay with our viewing audience. But today I have my lipstick on, um, so, you know, I'm, I'm good to go. Listen, you're beautiful and you're Thank gorgeous, you. and everyone needs to know it, please. <laughs> you're so adorable. This Saturday, I'm actually going to be in Bellingham. I'm actually going to sneak over to Mike Dooley's class. He's teaching um, a class. You'll have to go to his website because I've forgotten what hotel it is, but he was sweet enough to ask me to be a guest in his class. So I'm sneaking over there, and I'm going to watch his class from morning to like one one thirty. Then I'm going to go to um, the Village Bookstore in Bellingham and give a talk on spirit guides. The talk is free. Um, I would love to see you. I'll be doing a book signing there as well. And then uh, on August 16th, I'll be teaching the very last evening class. I've been teaching it for about six years, but I'm a little too busy these days. So we're not going to be teaching that two-hour class quarterly. It's called Riding the Wave of Happiness. It's the last one, so you might want to come check it out. I always do public readings. It's a lot of fun. And of course, I'll be doing book signings there as well. And then August 24th, I'll be traveling to Arizona. I'm staying at a hotel with a rooftop pool, so I'll be hanging out there when I'm not at Changing Hands um, Bookstore uh, doing a book talk and teaching a workshop on intuitive health. So that's what's in my calendar right now. And uh, why don't we go ahead and go back to the phone lines because we are blessed to have Christopher on the phone with us, not sitting with me in the studio, so we don't have the camera on you, Christopher. Um, yet. <laughs> not yet, yeah. But I have to tell you, I'm blessed to have a copy of your book. Aww. So that's amazing. Aww. And your book is so extraordinary. It's gorgeous. Oh. I, I just love your book. Thank you, and thank you for the review you wrote. I mean, it's I think it's the very first one on Amazon. And it so- better be, because I read that thing so quick, and I threw that review on up as fast as I could write it, because I was just so thrilled. Aww. I was just so moved and inspired by your book. It's a, it's a great book. Well, it it's shows, a great, great book. Thank you. It shows by your review because it touches my heart every time I read it. And of course, Aww. I check Amazon all the time to see how the book is doing and who said what about the book. So I'm a little addicted to checking it out. <laughs> so thank you again. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for writing it. That's the real gift. Oh, oh it was my pleasure. It was a lot of fun. So Eric, who do we have? Well, now we're going to talk to Jackie over on gorgeous Whidbey Island today. Wonderful. Oh, hi, you guys. You guys are just delightful together. I'm having a blast listening to you, and thank you for taking my call. This is great. Great. I just have general, um, just kind of want to know what you see up in the heavens for the rest of the year for me, maybe going into to 2013. Mm. Okay, okay. Uh, what I see here is it's 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 interesting. A lot of the activity seems to be with the people around you, Jackie, um, from what I can see in your lineup of, of planets. Um, my first instinct as an astrologer is always to be like, well, what's going on with Jackie, you know, type of thing. But uh, when I look at your lineup of planets, I see that there seems to be a lot going on in the lives of the people around you. Um, they might 
um, have gone through some changes in the past year or year and a half. And so they're kind of settling into maybe new grooves or new lifestyles or trying on different approaches. And so they may actually be, um, if they're not consulting with you and asking your wise advice nowadays, uh, I would expect that they soon would be. Um, that uh, So uh, there may be a lot of people coming to you asking you for your advice, your input, what's going on with this, what's going on with that. Uh, what's kind of interesting about this is that as these new patterns that are around you move into place, this is actually going to start stabilizing your own life. Um, so I don't know whether I'm looking at something in which they've been drawing upon you a lot lately, or maybe you've been worried or concerned about where things were going, but as it's almost like there's a little solar system or something. So as the people around you get more comfortable with where they are and their orbits and things like that, that's actually going to sort of reflect a stability back to you. Um, so uh, in which you're going to feel much more like you're centered in, in, in who you are. So maybe actually I'm just taking a very long way of describing, you know, concern for, for mm. people in your lives, mm. uh, in your life, and, and that's where a lot of your energy has been going. But the real time where I th see things coming for you isn't really between now and 2013. It's once we get into 2013. That's a period of time that um, I see... Uh, a very uh, a stronger presence of of you in your own life, and I would say uh, that seems to be really maybe around May of next year. I, I know that sounds a little abstract, but that's kind of how the planets were were talking to me with all of this. Wow! You know that makes perfect sense because I started dating about a year ago. A guy who has four kids, the older kids, and and you know their world has just become you know it, 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 it's hard not to have their world just kind of merge into yours. So wow. it's interesting what you're saying because when you were saying it, that's all I could think of is. Oh my gosh, it's those kids. <laughs> wow. Okay, well then that, thank you for saying that because I don't usually go, you know, it's kind of like, okay, Christopher, go. Right. <laughs> just like, there's a lot of concern about people around her, you know, wow. and once that gets settled or, or taken care of, then we can, then we can get back to Jackie. But, but that, that really kind of seemed like the way the planets were setting it up there. Wow. Yeah, because they're all trying to find their way in their lives, you know, trying to figure out, you know, whether they're going to go to school or get a career or, you know, move out of the house, please. And <laughs> wow. And you're kind of helping may maybe pack their bags. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That's a lot that's a lot of responsibility, especially when they're not your children but yet they're coming right. to you. You know, it's right. that's a kind of a challenge. Yeah, it really is. Wow. But, uh, thank you. That made perfect sense. Wonderful. <laughs> Have a gorgeous day. Yeah, Thank have a gorgeous you day. Thank have you. Have a good day, too. Bye-bye. So, Christopher, we, before we go to our next caller, I just, you know, sure. Katie Holmes, because, of course, after she got married, about six months after she got married, she just did not look the same. Right. I mean, really, the poor thing, just, like, tired. I mean, like, the life was out of her, you know? I mean, I don't think you... you you yeah. will see that show up in a Sagittarius, actually, really? by the way. Every time they it's, get married? Or just... No, it's, it's one of the few uh... times in which their appearance will change dramatically according to what's going on inside. And, wow. Yeah, yeah. And all the hair, haircut changes. Oh, and the yeah. On and off of all these different looks that weren't really, yeah, you, 
you can see that show. It's, it's oh, yeah. Poor yeah, there thing. Were, there were signs. Poor <laughs> thing. I know, right? I mean, you didn't have to be psychic or an astrologer to tell that things kind of sucked at home for her, you know? We, it was it was an odd choice for her to make. Uh... <laughs> Although, when you look at their charts together, um, was he blindsided? Absolutely. And was there a strong connection? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but just mm-hmm. because there's a strong connection between right. the charts, there's also the way right. that the lives are going to play out. Absolutely. Yeah. And do you think her father was... The one who, yeah, pivotally. She married her father, and then when she got into trouble, she went, got back to her father to get her out of that. Oh, so her dad's just as controlling as, as Tom Cruise. Oh, wow. Yes. Well, lucky for her in this instance, actually. Yeah. You know, fortunate yeah. for her. Because... Yeah, well, because I think she's back in charge of her life again, yeah. and she's going to see where it goes. I mean, the thing is, she... I mean, one always wants to say this. You always want to sort of say she should have known better because the thing is, she's a serious actress in her own right. And so to connect like that, you know. But what's interesting is the 33 Club, what I'm calling the 33 Club with Tom Cruise. They all divorce him at the age of 33. (laughs) So I guess that's the new 27 Club. (laughs) It's kind of when you wake up, oh, what am I doing, you know? (laughs) Yeah, because the two previous ones... Wives divorced him when they were 33, too. Right. And I, I just wish that uh, Nicole Kidman could have had someone like Katie's dad, you know, in her corner to support her so that she could have maintained a relationship with her children. Um, you know, but that it, didn't it happen. Gets, it gets dicey and it gets tricky, but Scary. I think Nicole came out pretty well. <laughs> Good. Oh, yeah, I agree. She has a beautiful baby and a wonderful husband. So you're right. Yeah. Absolutely. And killer looks. And killer looks. Absolutely. <laughs> Who do we have next, Eric? Let's talk to Anna in Bellevue. Hi, Anna. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for taking my call. You're welcome. What can we um, help you with today, Anna? Um, I am just interested in anything that stands out in my chart, too. Um, and I I am mostly interested in positive things. <laughs> Another Aries, right? <laughs> just yeah. wants the good stuff. Right, yeah. Well, what's fascinating is that we have a theme going on with another Aries with the moon in Sagittarius. Mm. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. Okay, that makes sense to me because all the things that you were saying, I was like, that feels like it relates to me. Wow. Oh, absolutely. You've got uh, the moon in Sagittarius, uh, which is going to be very sensitive to the eclipse cycle. So again, you want to pay attention to the months of June and December. Uh, You have what we call a stellium, a gorgeous stellium in Aries. That's four or more planets. So your sun is in Aries along with Mercury, which is the planet of how I think, and Venus, the planet of what I attract, and Neptune. Uh, Actually, the Neptune's in Sagittarius, but there's a lot of fire here. So basically, you've been uh, having this upsurge of fiery energy coursing through your horoscope. So what you're going to be feeling very strongly right now is your passion, uh, wanting to express who you are, having uh, a new direction in your life, but not any old direction. It has to be a direction that's connected to your higher purpose, where you feel like you're going somewhere. I would imagine this past April was very dramatic for you, and I would also imagine that late June might have been dramatic for you as well uh, in terms of just wanting to change what your life is about and where you're going to go with it. So on one hand, I could see the the volition, the motivation for change, uh, but on the other hand are the circumstances, you know, how you're going to bring that change about Exactly. Um, 
this is one of those things where I would strongly advise that you put the horse back in front of the cart. In other words, one of the things that fire signs have, it's a beautiful gift that belongs to the element. When I say fire signs, I'm talking about Aries and Leo and Sagittarius. One of the beautiful things that fire signs have is passion, excitement, and a vision of the future. That is the thing that will always motivate you and push you forward. When it gets into things like, well, how do I work out the money or the circumstances or how that's going, how's that going to happen? A lot of times the fire signs just need to sort of break out of what that is. You know, it's almost like knock over the game board so that they can just think with a clean slate. Because once that clean slate is there again, you start drawing upon resources, abilities, talents, and skills that might have been muted before or that you might not have felt like you could have drawn on before. It's almost as if literally for a fire sign, you have to have your feet held to the fire in order to move forward or go off in a new direction. Once you're in that new direction, it's amazing how much uh, all of those questions will answer themselves. You know, it's almost like with fire, the pre-planning is what gets in the way. Fire signs have to almost be thrown off the deep end of the pool, you know, and then that's when they spark and come to life. And that's when the things that seemed so distant all of a sudden are very handy. And uh, you start really uh, uh, solving those problems that seemed insurmountable before. Interesting. That, that makes a lot of sense, and that's inspiring. Thank you. Oh, that's wonderful. Have a gorgeous day. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Take care, Anna. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, let's talk to Molly in my favorite place, Tacoma. Oh, because that's where you live. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> favorite, And it's good to live in your favorite place. Absolutely. <laughs> it really is. Hi, Molly. Hi. Hi. Um. I was just wondering about uh, maybe a general reading, but maybe something else about my career future since I'm young and you know, <laughs> sure. You um, have enormous collection of planets in your sign Capricorn. Uh, Capricorn is an Earth sign, so you take your time, your money, your place, and your space very seriously. Um, you've probably taken it seriously since the age of three. <laughs> but the thing is, Capricorns are all about serious, okay, and that when you work at something, you want to have something to show for yourself at the end of the day. So accomplishment, achievement, these things are very important to you. Uh, Capricorns are what I often call the old souls. You're born into the world feeling very old, often older than what your years are, and sometimes that can even be associated to tremendous responsibilities and obligations that are put on your shoulders at a young age. Um, what happens, though, with the Capricorn and a, a career is you want to succeed. Uh, you want to do more than succeed. Actually, you want to be career-defining. So whatever field you go into, ultimately, you want to be the person who defined it or who was the high-water mark in it. Accomplishments and achievements mean that much to you. The uh, thing that can get a little frustrating with Capricorn is that it is a late bloomer. So no matter how much you want to outfit yourself or say that you're prepared to take on these uh, challenges or that you're ready to, you know, tackle whatever, you're born under Saturn, which is the planet of time. So things take longer for you than they will for mo most 
people, okay? You're always going to be the tortoise when you're racing against the hare. And that can be frustrating, particularly at the age that you are, when it looks like maybe everyone else is settling down or they found their calling in life or, you know, things are working out for them. And you may feel like you're being handed you know, one obstacle after another, one hurdle after another, one delayed reaction after another. Why is it three times more difficult for you than it is for anyone else? First of all, that's a reality. It really is three times difficult for you than it is for anyone else. So that's the first thing you need to know. That is really taking place. You're not making it up. But the big thing for you to know is that this is your ruling planet, Saturn. This is Saturn's way of really outfitting you and preparing you for the kind of career climbing and building you're going to be doing later in your life. It's going to teach you patience. It's going to teach you fortitude. It's going to teach you how to manage pessimism. It's going to teach you how to manage frustration and how to even uh, manage depression when things don't turn out uh, the way that you want them to. For other signs, they can get sidelined by a difficult thing and they can say, oh my goodness, I wasn't meant to do that. But for a Capricorn, they get sidelined by something and then it becomes about, well, do I want it or not? You know what? I really do. So if I do want it, then I'm going to put in the blood, sweat, and tears and time and whatever else is necessary to make this happen. So what you may not gain in the short term, you're going to gain in the long run because your ruling planet will teach you that perseverance. It will teach you that discipline. It will teach you to keep on going when other people would have thrown in the towel or waved a white flag. And in time, what happens is that you reach those levels. And when you reach those levels of success, your success will stand the test of time. It won't be so easily thrown over or eclipsed or forgotten about. So I know that things are probably very challenging right now and probably difficult now, and there may be even more confusion than you want to deal with. But embrace that actually as your personal creative process, okay, because that's what it is for you. Other people, it's about what color is my parachute or my dream or my aspiration. For Capricorn, a lot of it is going to be about the way you struggle with tests, trials, and tribulations, and what you get on the other side of it. That's the way that your particular ruling planet educates you. But when it delivers, and it will deliver, usually after the age of 30, I have to tell you that, but when it does deliver, uh, you're just going to be really grateful for all that time that you put in. That's wonderful. That's absolutely wonderful news. And we're going to have to say goodbye to lovely Molly because we're running out of time. So I want to... Thank you. That was good. Yeah, that was a good one. So um, you'll have to keep track of everything that's happening and celebrate all along the way. And of course, when you hit that magical age of 30. I'm going to. Okay, you're welcome. (laughs) Good luck, Molly. Yeah, best of luck. And thank you, Christopher, so much for coming on the air with me. I just love it. And I'm so glad you and Wendy are going to be in town, you and your assistant. And I can give you both hugs in about two months <laughs> in about it's, two months it's, it's coming along pretty soon and it Wendy's is. just going to be so delighted oh please tell she's her so delightful she is right? she's so delightful and please tell her i said hello and thank you so much again for coming on the air just thank you. loved having you have a great day in utah and th- okay. yes thank you so much and thank you everyone for tuning in and listening next week i'll be back on the air thursday at noon talking to trevor blake the author of three simple steps you're simply going to love this interview Have a beautiful day. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye.